0: Been listening to a lot of podcasts i've i've fallen off because i don't have that commute anymore
1: i've been listening to podcasts in a month really you're about the same as me i typically listen to music when i drive and then when i'm working out i'm, I'm watching anime
0: that makes sense i'm on episode four of gto <laughs> that shows the
2: <so> fucking good. <laughs>
0: It's how extreme they get with like all their screaming and facial animations and stuff like
2: that.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he's over the fucking top. This is the whole bit where he's in uh, the fucking mall. I guess watching the panties do the... When they're trying and, to like, get him to go to class. The way he squats and
0: like smokes a cigarette. And he's like, look yeah. up. He's <laughs> really like, what are you doing? And he looks up and he sees it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> they tried to hustle him. These two guys tried to hustle him. So he, yeah. he got them back for trying to get him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 110. That's 110 one, of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Not a whole lot of news, but tonight, as uh, a Cyberpunk custom Xbox One X announces the final One X model, MPD uh, sales are in for March of 2020. Animal Crossing updates. Uh, we'll be talking about Animal Crossing for a while, it seems. Crisis Remastered has been announced. Danganronpa Games are headed to mobile for the 10th anniversary of the series. And Super Mario Maker adds Worlds Update. I'm Richard Bergman joined tonight by SSR Concepcion second. Hello. We're still talking over the internet. We're still practicing social distancing. Uh, so
1: in a state, state that doesn't want to practice it? Yes, the idiot state of Georgia. Welcome. Uh,
0: if you... <laughs> are in need of a tattoo or you want to bowl a couple frames or get a haircut or get your nails done. We're going to be available <laughs> starting Friday. All right. We're laughing just because we have to, because it's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. We're, uh, we always, I mean, we always make fun of Florida for making stupid mistakes, but
0: here we are. <laughs>
1: they have to the redo defense, that. It's were... like, yeah, let's
0: go.
2: We're the best. <laughs>
0: They have to redo that Bucks Bunny cartoon. They have to, like, move him up and cut off the state of Georgia also. We have to go along with Florida. They have to
1: cut us off the Union. Hopefully they'll do, like, a reference and do, like, a General Sherman and just cut us off and set us on fire as we float away in uh, the ocean. Somebody said uh, General
0: Sherman said, "No, Nobody will kill as many Georgians as I have. And uh, General, or General, Governor Kemp says, Hold my beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know you've it's seen that. that. It's March to Washington. Of the uh, the body of Georgia. So uh, we have to make light of that, because please just stay home,
1: as we are. Uh, I got a good feeling a lot of people are. I mean, I've seen the news. There's a lot of gyms that are not opening. They're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And there's yep. some that like the gym near my house over here, the one I go to. They're like, yeah, we're open Friday. I'm like, I won't be there. So I'm like, like y'all can't even put like ten people in the building. Like you let like thirty people in there, and I'm like, yeah, because I I I was going at some point. I was I was fine when I was going at three in the morning because it's like me and an off duty cop. If the, the cop will come in, he'll be off duty and he'll go home after work, right? And it was just me and him. And then all of a sudden they're like, from corporate, like, nope, we can only have it during open during uh staff hours, which is even more restrictive. And it's like nine to eight. At that point, you can only hit like everybody can only go at that time. So now you're you're crammed in there. And the smart thing for them to do is like, okay, let's move the equipment around and just put a sign. In. And they're like, hey, we're going to have 10 people in there at a time. So once a person leaves and one other person can enter, they didn't do that in mine. They were just like, I just, I drove by, there's 20 people in there. It's like, I didn't even get out of my car. I'm like, nope, I'm just running outside. So I I talked to my, my my manager and she was like, she's at the same gym, but she's on a different part of town. And she's like, okay.
2: nope,
1: like the one in her part of town, is like, they legitimately have 10 people in there. It's like, I don't know why my gym sucks. I'm like, I'm going to have to find another one. So that, luckily that membership allows me to go to different clubs. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to another club. Just, I'm not going to look now, but I'm going to find one at some point that was at least trying to follow, like, Hey, we're going to let 10 people in here at a time. Some so sort that, of
0: common sense.
1: Yeah. How would they do that?
0: Do you think they would close certain machines and then just alternate them, like wash everything at a certain shift and then switch
1: everything over? So the one that my uh, manager went to, she said that they did a deep cleaning when they closed down, they did a, they did a deep cleaning before Friday. They're going to open up Friday. They knew near senior... Uh, center she said so they uh they cater to a lot of uh senior citizens so <laughs> like they're they're
2: very I've, uh, seen,
1: I've seen the senior that that senior citizen's yeah. named after <laughs> so they're very careful so she said what they end up doing is like they rope off every other machine like they got caution tape and then even you know they didn't move it out there but they like roped it off where somebody can't use it like my right. gym didn't do that my gym was like they was like whatever man and i'm like was, the inter- uh, was there any extra cleaning supplies
0: or anything, or was it just the standard wipe down type stuff?
1: I mean, it's, you can, we got stuff to wipe down, and I wipe down the machine and I, I wash my hands before I use it but when I was there, and I was fine. But the problem is, it's like the, the way that it, it's a respiratory disease. So, I mean, the way it spreads is through breathing. So, if somebody's asymptomatic, and they're just going to breathe it out in that room. Right. It's going to spread like wildfire. So in a place like, where they're sweating and panning and breathing heavy and all that. And that's not properly spaced out. So, I mean, I get it. They got to make money and they got to accommodate people. But, I mean, at some point, you have to ask people to be patient. It's like, hey, you, you either do this or we don't be open at all. And the people yeah. just have to understand. So, I mean, yeah. it's one of the two. But so it's like the gym I have it on, they just I, – I pray that I'm wrong. And hopefully when they open up on Friday, they have a better point. But I'm not I'm, – I'm like you. It's going to be – I'm going to give this like a month or two before I even think about it. It's just summer months. I was running outside. I'm not worried about uh, working out indoors until it gets sold.
2: So I got no plenty
1: of time in the world. I got like another six months. No all rush. I'm missing restaurants,
0: man. I miss going to like uh, you know one of our favorite places is Waffle House. I miss just yeah. crashing at a restaurant for a while. And
1: even that so won't be the same for a while. So.
0: Nope. Different shit going on, man. Uh, let's talk games. Let's make it a little lighter. You ready to jump into news? So before we started, uh, did, you, did you watch uh, this week's John Oliver? I have not seen it. Not since the
1: uh, butthole yeah. cat of last week. He he did a whole bit where he's like, "All right, this week we're going to talk about various corn." He's like, "Oh, I thought it was going to be something negative." He's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> coronavirus is that you?" And it's like, "All oh, this is coronavirus we're mixed around us in various corn." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You actually see." You just sitting there laughing on screen. <laughs> We're gonna talk about various corn. <laughs> like, well no, I thought this was gonna be a
0: whole negative episode. But like, only something positive. <laughs> at least our, at least our news is not like coronavirus centered. It's not. This game was delayed because of coronavirus. This convention was canceled because of coronavirus. At least it's a, uh, it's more uplifting, happy stuff. We we usually don't talk about poor news anyways, unless it's some workplace that's being misused or Randy Pitchford is. Leaving USB drives places
1: that are uh, magicians and um, various corn. <laughs> magicians.
0: <laughs> All right, there is a uh, cyberpunk Xbox One X coming out, and Microsoft has unveiled the news that this is the last Xbox One X bundle.
2: This is a pretty think, cool uh, looking,
1: uh, pretty cool uh, looking system. Go ahead. That's that's one to fucking in out on. I like it. Every, it does
2: every time look they- they-
1: Every time they say, where's Johnny, I always get fucking uh, Short Circuit in there. We're yeah. Where uh, the, the, uh, the barge. It's Johnny. <laughs> 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 I get the fucking eighty song. <laughs>
2: Where does the
0: Johnny thing come from? Is there some character in the game? Like, I've stayed away from, I quit watching previews and all
1: that.
2: I, Nobody I, knows.
1: We'll find out in September. I'm not even looking it up. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go on blind. So Viral marketing. Because, you know, this game is like uh, I'm in that impression that it's going to be one of the best things ever made or it's going to suck major ads. I don't think it's going to be a love or hate a game. So I'm going to go on. Yep. Uh,
0: this is from The Verge. Microsoft has created a limited edition one Xbox One X console that's styled in the theme of Cyberpunk 2077. The console includes decals that glow in the dark, laser etchings, a blue LED light at the front, and custom panels. Uh, there's <laughs> also a controller that's available as well. They go on to note. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I think me and you both uh, seen that uh, tweet from Daniel Mid, uh, the analyst, saying that he said that was part. I think he said this was. The, he said that it was odd that it was in June, but the whole reason why it's probably in June is because you know they're probably going to discontinue the one X and go all to series X. So and that'd uh, be the last. That'd be the last
0: production run of it. I think they're sitting on a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, I think that's why they're doing the fire sales for like two ninety nine, one ninety nine here. So And they're clearing out stock and getting ready because I think because you know they're gonna have two consoles coming out. They have the Series X and then that lock which they haven't announced, fully announced yet, so which I imagine probably their old digital one.
0: I didn't put this in the news, but did you see the logo that was unveiled uh, today, the new trademark for the Series X?
2: Yeah, the
1: the cross button.
2: Yeah.
0: Looks pretty good. It looks like it can be, you know, the the way the script looks with series and the way the X is, it looks like you could also flip it. Kind of like the PS2, you know, you could rotate that little logo on the console. It'd, it'd be cool if they incorporated something like that where it was, the logo looked good both directions. It'd be end of an era getting rid of that straight Xbox X, though, because even though the 360 and the One deviated from that, I, I happen to be wearing a shirt, it's random. But even though the it deviated from it and made it in that circular thing, it was still that, you know, that Xbox X, so... I like logos and trademarks and things like that, so I'm, I'm interested in to see with what comes of that,
1: that trademark. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a new era for them, so I guess they want to go ahead and go in a different. Might as well make it fresh, right? Mm hmm. I mean, we, right. t- we haven't seen t- shit on um, PS5 yet, so.
0: Well, the, their logo unveiling was the second most liked Instagram photo of all time, or some shit, so.
1: Yeah. because, yeah, I well I mean, I think what, what was the rumor they were supposed to they were supposed to have something this month and may. They, like they're all out show, but they might push it back to the whole uh, COVID nineteen. Or just film it.
0: Maybe they're regrouping and instead of it being a live event, you know, flying all these people out to New York and that kind of stuff, maybe it's a, a direct style unveiling. Which I'm oh. perfectly down with. Hey, just put it out there and let us watch it, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I'm, li- I'm like seeing all the other rumors where they uh somebody had leaked out something from Activision about them uh, premiering that new Crash game with the uh, PlayStation Five.
0: So there's a new Crash mobile game. I didn't put that news either. Did you see that endless runner mm-hmm. Crash game? That endless runner. I mean, I've I've had my fun with them. It's not like a favorite genre of mine, but I, you know, just mindlessly sitting there flicking the phone. I think the Crash Bandicoot that runs straight forward. Formula, I think that would work pretty good for a an endless runner, depending on how predatory they make the loot boxes and stuff. I mean, you literally have boxes built into Crash Bandicoot, so it kind of it kind of lends to itself as far as that that nature and upselling those things.
1: Well, I mean, that fucking endless runner was made for that shit.
0: So yeah, I played one man. It was like a Tomb Raider style thing. It was like Jungle Run or something like that. I was a big yeah. fan of that. Yeah, where the monkeys would chase you, and you just had to like run along all these paths and stuff. I dug that one for a while. Then there was a Sonic one. The Sonic one wasn't too bad. It's like Sonic Dash or something like that.
1: Even though they could have used Supersonic Racing, but they didn't.
0: <laughs> they could have. They could have used Sonic 3D Racing.
1: Oh god, that what fucking song it's looping in the background
0: over and over. You have to yeah, pay Sonic ten dollars. You have to pay $10 to keep this song from playing.
1: Pay $10 in your fucking Green Hill Zone song. I paid it. You would have paid it? It's Green Hill.
0: It's true. It's the best. It was one of the best uh, video game. It's iconic. It's one of the best video game soundtrack bits ever. All the opening, like Green Hill Zone, Emerald Hill Zone, all those opening ones are solid.
1: Yeah, even fucking Chemical ones. Dun, dun, dun
0: it's that genesis fm synthesizer that that shines on the sonic soundtracks they know we can get into a whole thing about music and design and stuff like that but sonic leaned into there's a reason i mean it, it he's an identifiable hedgehog you know it's a it's a mascot cartoony graphics you know it's basically one button you pick it up and play and you direct him but it's it's the presentation and the music quality and just the polish. Like that was a that was a badass Genesis game when they when they needed a badass game like that. And they made it a pack-in. Yep, pretty smart. Tom Kalinske argued for it. They weren't going to do it. He said this has to be in that system.
1: Pretty How would we give away our best game?
0: It's like the anti jet
1: Yeah, Who that's play? it. Everybody needs to play this. Not I think.
2: Uh, Who would play this?
1: <laughs> Who would pay
2: for this game?
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think there was a similar argument for Wii Sports. There was a Reggie Fils-Aime interview that came out not too long ago, and he was he was pitching for that game to be included in the box like we got. You know, imagine if that had been separate, like Nintendo Land or something.
1: He would have had a hard sell on there. Did they ever sell Wii Sports separately?
0: Did it get like a Greatest Hits release or something? I don't think so. Not in America, at least. Maybe Japan, because that's something so. Japan would do. I don't think I ever saw it as a separate SKU, like as a player's choice or anything. Do you see the market on that game has gone through the roof? Yeah. People sitting at home, and they can't get Ring Fit Adventure. They want to play fucking Wii Fit, man. I was looking for uh, Guitar Hero games. I was looking at, like, all right, how much could it cost for... I've got my PS3 hooked up right now. How much does it cost for a PS3 Guitar Hero and a guitar? It was like $280. I'm like, how does this fucking happen? People couldn't get rid of those plastic instruments fast enough.
1: Yeah, now you, well, I mean, you don't fucking make one for like almost a whole generation. So. Yep. My Rock Band 4 set that we played like three or four times,
0: that's gone up in value. I'm like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. People hated that shit. There was like fire cells. Even that crappy one, the Guitar Hero Live. That's going through the roof. I'm like, damn. That was at like five below and stuff. Weird times, man. Speaking I mean, of what's selling.
2: Runs
0: yeah. Runs it to your next segment. Video games are up. Well done. Speaking of what's selling and not selling, Animal Crossing's one of them. We've got the March 2020 MPD numbers from VentureBeat. You want to take this, sir?
1: If you have it up. If you don't, I'll take it. Still waiting to load. Still waiting to load. And I don't know. I get my internet's busted. Hold on here. <laughs> While the coronavirus was uh, kicking
0: retail's ass everywhere else, video games are thriving pretty well. Uh, consumers in the U.S. spent 1.597 billion on gaming hardware, new full games, new full games this is weird, and accessories plus game cards. That is the most March money the industry has generated in MPD's reporting since 1.8 billion in 2008. It's pretty wild, man.
1: Hey, it's here when everybody needed it. You got uh, know. Animal Crossing number one, Call of Duty number dos. Numero dos.
2: Look, look at how M- the Beach.
1: Modern Warfare Two Remaster came in at number twenty. Are you
0: serious? I didn't even look down that far in the list. Yeah. Digital only and PlayStation
1: only, right? Yeah. Awesome. Fucking, it's fucking charted, man. Uh, MLB The Show. Remember, that was like, what was it, the high-selling version of MLB The Show ever? Yeah, last year's was oh. a big, big seller. And then um, Resident Evil 3 didn't do too shabby either. And we only came in at number four. That was at the end of the month, though, wasn't it? No, beginning of the month, like April 10th. It was. Okay. Or April third or something like that it was like a week before uh so this is from March. So this is March third. These I'm are March third. These yeah. are March
0: MPD. It feels like Resident Evil came out in April. Dude, we have no concept of time anymore. Our timetables are totally thrown off. Doom Eternals in at number six, NBA two K twenty at number five. So you mentioned MLB The Show and MLB The Show 19 being the number one like selling baseball game ever, uh, with MLB not actually having live games. Just like all the other sports, they've had some athletes like. No, you know, I, was, Lock- I was. I was right.
1: Resident Evil Three came out April third. I guess it counted for that like that first week of April for MPD. Yeah, I guess.
0: We settled remember,
1: that. I remember, Final re- Fantasy came out April 10th. So.
0: It must have been in between those two. But, yeah, but uh, athletes are playing MLB the show, like they're they're having tournaments and things like that. I think there was an NBA two K twenty one. So be interested to see, you know, if, if that tr- jumps off sales by having the athletes play the games, and there there that's the only way to get baseball right now, basically.
1: Yeah, unless you're the Larson guy from NASCAR and saying inappropriate things as your virtually. Oh God, he he got the band hammer dropped on him
0: fast too. See you, dude. You're out. Sponsorship,
1: everything. Nobody wants you. Well, well, I mean, I try to figure out where the fuck that came from, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, and you also see on there, looking at uh, Persona Five sold pretty well, man. Number seven. Five's in the top ten, man. It beat GTA Five, which, as we know, is like a massive feat. I mean, even fucking uh, Neo Two, which is like niche of the niche, up there with uh, Persona. Yep. All charted, man. Good job for Persona and Resident Evil. Uh, I guess we would thought Doom would have did better, but I've, I've been hearing mixed reviews on Doom. It's been reviewing well, but I noticed a lot of people online on social media that they prefer the the 2016 version versus this one they came out with. So. It sounds like
0: right now, especially if you if you want to hold on to sixty dollars. It sounds like romping through Doom 2016 is, is just as much fun as, as all the skill trees and frustrating platforming and everything else that's in Doom Eternal that, that people are not happy with.
1: Some people love it, some people hate it. It's like a love-it-or-hate-it game. Right.
0: Uh, anything else crazy? I don't see any standouts.
1: No, other than was uh, Switch Hardware was number one telling one if you could find it anywhere. Um but I think they said what uh, PlayStation and Xbox were both up like to twenty five percent. I mean, yeah, every, up, 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 so. everybody's up. Everybody's
0: up because people are buying consoles to sit at home and play.
2: I think uh, the I, most
1: imp- the most impressive thing is the one we have we can't even report on yet, which is probably the April's numbers for Final Fantasy VII. They were talking about like the third selling PS4 exclusive, and it's not even it's only exclusive for a year. And they're running out of copies. Like they don't have enough copies to. It's to fucking advertise it advertised that you can order now for GameStop again. So I was like. Did you see the ship date? Yeah, like May or something like that. May May, end of May? Yeah, not yeah. just May, it's
0: fucking May 26th. Uh, Matt Piscatella notes Animal Crossing New Horizons was the best selling game of March 2020 and the second best selling game of 2020 year to date already. Animal Crossing New-, New Horizons achieved the third highest launch month, physical dollar, and unit sales of any Nintendo published game in tracked history. Among Nintendo published games, only Smash Bros. Ultimate and Smash Brothers Brawl from the Wii, debuted with higher physical software sales and a launch month. That's crazy. They repeat that in the article. Animal Crossing New Horizons had a better launch month than any Mario or Zelda game since the NPD started tracking. Animal Crossing, dude? What the fuck?
1: (laughs) The hype on this thing was real, man. They've been marketing that thing well, and then they pushed it back, and people got pissed. So It was worth it, and it ended up
0: being like the perfect game at the perfect time. We've talked about how relaxing and chill it is,
1: especially in in a time like this. I mean, even then, I had co workers at work that were like literally bought a Switch just for that game. So they were waiting like the last three years. So So that's why you had that big hit on uh, hardware as well.
0: Mm, Trying to see if anything of note. Not really anything crazy.
1: Now, other than uh, you know, selling well, and I guess we're going to see that continuing for the next couple months. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the That's only surprising not... thing I'm curious to see how many PS4s are sold after this whole Final Fantasy VII thing. That's what I'm really curious because I mean, at this point, we we think, you know, you know, there's a new Sony console coming out, even though they're saying it's going to be limited. So it's like, you know, a lot of people are probably waiting. So, right, but well, I we know. Bought this for the PlayStation game, you know? And I'm looking on Amazon PS4's like sold out completely. I haven't seen that in a while. I'm like, it's crazy.
0: I'm looking through this system by system MPD. There's no exclusives in Xbox's top ten. PlayStation has MLB the show, Persona 5, Royal, Neo 2, and Modern Warfare 2 remastered. And then Animal or Animal Crossing. Nintendo is all uh, first party games except for Just Dance 2020
1: at number five. Yeah, fucking uh, yeah, the third party seemed to be better on Xbox one um, Resident Evil 3 and Doom Eternal so better on that console. because oh. uh, of the 1X versions, but fucking Persona 5 beat Resident Evil 3 on the PlayStation side, which is crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's like a director's cut of it. That's, that demand was there. I mean, it's... The has uh, been uh, weird, man. It's weird. I like you know. You look at Open Critic where they, you know they do their Hall of Fame for the year, and they they listed the reason why they did do Persona 5 as their Hall of Fame because they're like it's the exact same game as 2017 without its stuff. They're were like we're not gonna put this in a Hall of Fame this year because they're like they they were shown on the reviews like in the reviews are saying this was the same as 2017 just with added content. So they said it was different than seven, which was a remake, re-envisioned yeah, re- as a new game because i guess a lot of people were bitching it's like persona 5 like the highest rated game of the year it's like 95 out of 100 or something like that and they're like why well, is not it the hall fame it's like well look at the reviews they're saying like all the, the saying it's the same as the 2017 one it's just i yeah, thought it was like i thought it was that. a
0: totally different game i thought it was different
1: events and scenarios and everything it's just they added so much in there that it's gotcha. like it plays like a different game but the story and all that's pretty much the same outside of some other aspects from what i was reading so, gotcha Things been so long that a lot of people. uh, I laughed on Twitter because I was like, I was going on Twitter and a lot of people were like, I can't remember if this part was in the original game or not. They're like questioning it now. (laughs) They're going through it. So they're like, Am I playing some royal content or not? Yeah. They're like, they're looking at it like that uh, squinty eye eye. fry. You know what they call? You know what they call Persona Five in
0: France. Persona Five Royale with cheese. There we go. <laughs> bad bad Pulp Fiction joke. All right, more Animal Crossing news. Sir, tell me about the next update, which adds a garden shop, art seller, and more seasonal events coming free April 23rd, according to The Verge.
1: <laughs> free now. We just got the notification that the day is live. It is up now. So, yeah, they got some kind of new sloth person that no, I forgot the name. It's uh, selling more of a, a garden variety, I guess, just in time for uh, spring. Uh, looks like uh, red. Red from um, that 70s show. <laughs> and <then>, um uh, <laughs> Yeah. They, so they're celebrating Nature Day from April 23rd to May 4th. And then after that is May Day Tour, uh, which they've given out, I think, a ticket to a mysterious island uh, where you get mm. to see a special visitor. And that's May 1st to the 7th. They you have an uh, International Museum Day, which is the 18th to the 31st, which they um, are adding like a art exhibit, which looks pretty cool. Uh, stamp rally as well. Uh, and then they are celebrating wedding season in June, June 1st and June 30th, where I guess you participate in the nuptials of Reese and Cyrus on Harvey's Island. And Harvey's Island is like you meet a character named Harvey at some point in the game, where he's like, hey, you know, there's an island. It's just basically his house there, and you go in there and they just you do do like these photo ops. That's pretty much doing. Uh, so. <laughs> this sounds so, uh,
0: fucking weird. Mm-hmm. This so is cool, like man. All make, this, uh, all up, this, so. this roadmap is great, though. All this content.
1: Hey, they're keeping up strong because a lot of times, you know, they usually come out with this, and it takes a while before them to come out with the content. But like, they've been stepping it up. Because so, I mean, we got I, that. We got uh, what is the Mario Maker Two just came out with the Toronto content, and uh, they're, freaking, they're fucking bringing back a uh, Platoon Two flat fest one last time even though that game was supposed to be retired yeah that's that's next month there so it's like out of nowhere i had the
0: i thought i had that mario story pulled up oh there it is i pulled up the wrong link oh god it is the wrong link don't click that link i'll update that for when that story comes around it almost seems like nintendo had a, a direct scheduled right and they just didn't release it or something
1: uh, I that's a lot were, of news
0: from Nintendo.
1: That or they weren't sure about if this was going to come out in time and they didn't want to put it in there. Yeah, played close to the chest. So,
0: all I want to know is, um, when is Bunny Day coming back to Animal Crossing?
1: Not for another year, I'll be done with it by then. I absolutely will be. Uh,
0: so what I'm, is this? I, I read this in another article about this Jolly Red character he's going to sell you art pieces and you have to figure out what's real or fake. How does that work? He's got bootleg stuff.
1: I, I don't know. I didn't even read that part. I'm just at this point, the the update's loaded to mine. My game now and I'm just going to go through and figure it out as we go. So, cool. uh, I'm pretty sure he won't show up until my, uh, tomorrow. Cause I kind of ran around in there. I got the first notification and they're like, Hey, we have to convert your save data and you can't go back. And I'll like, say, all right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in there now I'm in the ecosystem I tell you is converted Nature Day April 23rd through May 4th like you were saying during nature day
0: period special nook miles challenges will be available that focus on nature inspired goals such as planting trees and watering flowers neither of which I do a lot of on my island
1: all I know is if you, I, I hope they do another day where you time travel and they punish you by taking you back to bunny day with zipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you and Zipper on that Harvey Island doing a photo shoot. <laughs> yep. And then it's like people were like, I'll never time travel again. And they're like, oh. I taught them. Zipper's just like
0: zipping the zipper nonstop in the photo shoot. <laughs> um, well, Crisis Remastered will launch this summer, even on the Nintendo Switch. Remastered. According to the Verge, Crisis Remastered, an updated version of the first-person shooter from developer Crytek, it's coming to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and Switch. That's gonna burn up some Switches. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, now we can finally say does
1: a uh, does your Switch run Crisis? It now
0: officially runs Doom and Crisis, right?
1: Yep. Yep. They got a what was it? Saber Interactive doing the support the same people did the Witcher 3 they fine. did the Witcher 3 they did God's
0: work so I think we mentioned this last week but this is officially confirmed now from
1: Crytek yeah I think it was a rumor before we, I've never just,
0: I've never played any of these games I've always known them you know the first one is just like a graphical benchmark
1: um, do you have I any experience I've, with the
0: Crisis series
1: i played the second one I believe the one where you had to save New York okay you were a fan, or? Yeah, they're they're good, fluid, fast, uh, first-person shooters. I mean, I've, I've played them on PC. I've played them on PS3 and 360. Uh, I don't think I've ever stuck around long enough to, to see the appeal, but I think most of the appeal at the time was Crisis. was just the uh, fucking graphical nature of that game on PC, where they put so much in that game that, you know, it took years of bringing the graphics card. They bring out the best in it, so. Yep, which was uh, fascinating and horrifying at the same time.
0: Yeah, um, I I remember it being that that benchmark uh, after Half Life Two. You know, can your PC run Crisis? That was when I was in the game re- retail industry. That was a big deal. Still, are they fun? Like, what do you do in a Crisis game? I just I I know nothing a, about them except it's a graphical thing. It, it,
1: it is a first person shooter. Um, you are a, like, a super soldier type thing, like Captain America, if I remember correctly. You're in, like, this suit of, uh, armor. I see that, uh, uh type thing, exosuit. That gives you, uh, like, these abilities where you can run faster and do, like, these superhero jumps. And, and so, uh, story-wise, I have no idea. I don't think I've ever sat there long enough to play it. Um, I will play, I think, all three of them at some point. I just don't remember actually sitting there committing into it and sitting down and playing it. So,
0: Crytek CEO Avni Yurley notes, we are excited to be working on the Crisis franchise again and to bring all the Crisis fans a remaster worthy of their passion for the game. It's an exciting opportunity to be able to bring Crisis back to PCs and current consoles, even Nintendo Switch, so that a whole new generation of players can experience the thrill of battle in a nano-suit. I was saying exosuit. It's clearly a nano-suit mm-hmm sounds good man this will give uh people a chance to jump in fresh i've never played one of these did they play well on last generation like ps3 360 were they
1: decent versions of those games i don't <laughs> think i can even speak you know enough to i played on both i don't think i yeah. can speak enough where i played enough where i can sit there and do a comparison on the two so i think they how, were how uh, it plays well, I think you are right. I think they were 3D-based. Um, yeah. I, I truly don't remember. I can't speak on it like that from memory. I'll, I'll gladly go through this remaster. I mean, the first three are backwards compatible on Xbox One. So, I mean, if I really had the itch and they've been like $5 at some point for the keys. So. You can just play it on that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's all I really know about it is uh when I was doing all that research on three D games, it was like on both consoles. It's like Crisis trilogy, three D, three D on everything. All right, Crisis is coming up. Uh you're gonna have to take this one. I don't know anything about the Dongan Rampas, but there is a tenth anniversary broadcast set for May twenty first, and Dongan Rampan V or one, two, and V three are coming to iOS and Android.
1: Uh, I have uh, the versions on Vita and PS4. I don't think I've ever actually got through them. I think I got halfway through the first one. And they're just uh, visual novels where you have to solve a murder mystery with a um, high school student on a closed setting that is kind of like a Battle Royale-ish. Uh, okay. How uh, was it? God, I, I, the name escapes me, but... Where you basically have to uh, solve a murder from a robotic bear who's kind of running this kind of like a game show thing, where you know these the students are got transferred to a high school because of their special gifts, and the main character you have doesn't have a special gift, and apparently that's his special gift is that he's ordinary. So that's why he got <laughs> he got chosen. And so you're going through there, and as your fellow students are getting murdered off one by one, you got to figure out who's doing it. So i think they call momo coon is the the bear in there and then it goes off into like an island setting for the second one and then there's a third one i haven't played enough either of either of them unfortunately because you know video games and it seems like every time i want to play them there's always something coming out but um it seems like i think these are touched up versions of the beta ports um okay had a lot of salty people on twitter saying why is this not on Twitch? but uh it does have a touchscreen. That doesn't make sense mm-hmm. if you're porting
0: the uh, the Vita one to iOS and Android.
1: I would imagine if they are going to do it, they would do it right and try to port the PS4 versions over to Switch. But that's just me personally. Instead of doing a, a Vita one where they port it over to the mobile and then port the mobile one over to Switch, I think that would not do it justice. But, no, hey, I'm not a Spike Chunsoft War Room. I don't make those decisions. So I understand right. people want to pull the games. I'm sure they heard it and they'll eventually get there. But yeah, I guess uh, it was like a teasing announcement that these games are being ported over, and they're there to expect more, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get, like, I don't know if we'll get a proper sequel, because it seems like that, the uh, I forgot the creator of the series, he long since left that company and started okay. his own one, like Tokyo 2 or something like that, I forgot, I think that's what it is. Uh, I think he's still working with Sp- uh, Spike Chunsoft and publishing their games, but I think he wanted a little bit more freedom and do something different. So they kind of like let him do his thing. So unless they have somebody internally that's going to start handling that, so which could happen. I don't know. It's been a couple of years since we had a new one, so I mean, but it's, uh, it's a p- popular franchise. We got an animes. If you don't want to play the game, there's an anime that you can go through that tells the story. There's manga. There's, it's. I mean, there's many ways you can consume that type of. Uh,
0: it's a whole. Yeah. It's a whole franchise, mm-hmm. and we'll find out more on May twenty first. We'll find out more of the Duncan Rumpus. Uh, the last bit I had for news, unless you got something else, is the Super Mario Maker two update that you mentioned earlier.
1: The final update. The final update. Can you add that do to do do the? Uh, do
0: do. Can you add that to the the game? Do 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 do. Can you have your um, yes. final countdown. Was it Dr Pepper? The best use of, of that was the Dr Pepper commercial with the the slow moving stage they're like rocking forwards. Do you remember yeah. that one? It was either Geico, or Dr Pepper, or somebody. It's like they're just like they're jamming, and the the stage is like very slowly moving forward.
1: Uh, yeah, I I think it might have been a Super Bowl commercial if I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah.
0: All right, so besides the uh, inclusion of Europe's most famous song, Super Mario Maker 2's final major update is now live. Uh, The patch notes note that, um, well, the big thing is the world feature. So you can now link your levels together in a world format. Uh, In World Maker, you can create your own super worlds. You can set up to eight worlds and 40 courses in one super world. You can set courses that are saved under My Courses in CourseBot. All this is news to me because I didn't do anything with Mario Maker Dose.
1: There's added. Uh, I didn't. I'm like you, sir. I think I put maybe an hour or two into it. I can go in fresh and intently knowing that nothing will be spoiled for me and not have access to poison mushrooms.
0: New course parts have been added. They break down like what parts can be used in what game. I know people were hoping for a long time they would add Super Mario Brothers 2 and that did not happen in this game.
1: Yeah, I saw people on on Twitter calling them out as cowards. Like, those are the two are cowards. Uh the
0: Koopalings are being added, apparently. That's news to me. The frog suit. The Goomba, I think, was one of them. Goomba mask. The bullet bill mask. But those are only for the Super Mario 3D World versions. You can have the Koopalings in Super Mario Brothers. That's interesting. I'd like to see how they look as 8-bit sprites. Like uh, Iggy and Morton and Ludwig and all them. Mm, issues have been fixed to make for a more pleasant gaming experience. That's the key element. Alright, do any of those changes make you feel like you want to get back to Mario Maker?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, I've been playing a lot of my Switch, man. Mm, I've got 50 hours of fucking Animal Crossing. Plugging away. I think I put in more uh, time on my Switch in this last month than I have in the last three years. Right. 50 hours is a good chunk of time. I know it's not
0: your primary
1: device. so. I mean, I there's three consoles that I own plus PC. I just don't have time to play everything. I mean, even then, if I was a rich man or anything, I have time to play everything. There's so much fucking content out there. So Every day, I all, have all the time. I could be like that fucking guy from uh, Twilight Zone who uh, wished the world away and broke his glasses at the end. He can't read the books anymore. Remember? He was like, Now I have all the time in the world. There's nobody here to bother me. And then he like trips and breaks the glasses at the end. He's like, Now I can't read.
0: <laughs> I'm just shaking my head.
1: Uh, I think that's the only Twilight Zone, old school Twilight Zone episode outside of the movie that I remember very well because uh, I remember the irony in that. That regret. So, Damn!
0: Yeah, like, Damn!
2: I'm in anything. shambles.
1: Yeah, I heard the new ones were great. Yeah, yeah, it's got fucking um Adam Scott in one of them. He was on a plane.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out.
1: As we segue out of um news
0: and into games played, we finished. Uh, I talked about War of the Worlds last week. We knocked that one out. It's, that show's so fucking good. And uh, we finished Jack Ryan season two. We plowed through all those this past week. That was awesome. Have you watched any of those?
1: No, uh, I. The sad thing is, uh, I've got so many fucking streaming services, and I, I'll pick it and choose here and there because I've already got uh, HBO. I just did HBO now to get ready for HBO Max. I fucking love that Looney Tunes uh, bit they had. That was good. I'm glad Looney Tunes right. is coming back. That shit is great, man. I was like, yep. I love all the streaming channels. This is him watching the river stream on the TV. <laughs> I was like, this is the shit I want. Um, outside of that, man, i just keep consuming nonstop anime. I'm like, I'm almost done with uh, fairy tale. I'm on episode, I just hit episode 232. And I think they stopped at like 300. I'm on the final arc. And then uh, I just
2: blew through uh,
1: the second season of Damachi uh, and basically in one sitting, even though it wasn't as good as the first one, but I enjoyed it. That's how Jack Ryan was. That first season was just so good.
0: And, um, second season was solid. It was, it was great adventure story, plot characters, everything. It just, it wasn't as maybe because it was that like first season element of surprise and learning the characters and things like that. You know, a sequel is hard to pull off anyways. Yeah. But I highly recommend both of those Jack Ryan seasons, especially if you're in the mood for that Tom Clancy, you know, Ghost Recon, Hunt for Red October, Splinter Cell type feel. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's so right. much fucking content out right now. Games, content, media, everything. It's nonstop. Uh, yeah, I mean,. I didn't know I, I got pulled into fucking uh, Da Machi, even though uh, I just call it Da Machi you now. Instead of uh, it's wrong to pick up a girl <laughs> in a dungeon. I was like, when I found out that they just call it Da Machi in Japan, I'm like, calling it just Da Machi. It's <laughs> easier that way. No more, that, uh, no more of that long title. Well, you know that shit it has got me hooked because I, I told you it's all about the gods and goddesses. Yep. Coming down to earth, and so you start to you start to learn like the main character in there. He's uh he, his grandfather was fucking Zeus. So it's like, a, it's going into like Greek gods and then Ares is showing up and Ares is like a fucking character from a uh, Monty Python. He's Ares. Just like, he's in there trying to like, uh, take over the whole town and he's like, he's just sending out soldiers to die. He's like, how come I keep losing? And like, his lieutenant is like treating him like shit. He's a fucking god. He's like, cause you're a fucking moron. He's like, you can't just throw numbers out there. The adventurers are better. And he's like trying to sneak into Monty Python type bits and then like, try to, Still, like kidnap a goddess and stuff like that, and it's like it's funny as shit. Oh man,
0: it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. What but, did uh, they shorten it to? You call it Don Machi? Don Don Machi. Don Machi. Like Dan Machi. Don Machi. D A N M A C H I. Yeah, and the whole premise of the show is it's like uh, I mean, it's like I said before, his grandfather, which happens to be, he doesn't tell you, but you can tell Zeus. And he's trying to tell him like, hey, you know, go in this dungeon, save girls, pick up girls, la la. And it's like, and you find out like they're uh, Hermes is in there, like kind of trying to foster him through. He's like, he's like, I'll finish the job you started, Zeus. And I guess the the age of heroes kind of disappeared, and they're trying to get him to become a hero, kind of like a Hercules and stuff like that back in the day, the golden age of heroes. Right. So. But what's crazy is like the gods there can die. So like, uh, Ishtar, she's like, um, she just died. And apparently, when they die, they go straight to heaven. They can't come back to Earth anymore, ever again.
2: So you oh, see those killer
1: life when they die, and they can, once they die, they're done. Like Freya, which happens to be a Norse god, she's in there. She's like obsessed with the main character. He has a, he, he has a built-in spell that he can't be swayed by the gods. So like a lot of them will use like feminine charms and all that to like sway over our males and stuff like that. He has something on his uh, his crest that he can't be he can't be swayed over like that. And like these people are obsessing over him, trying to get him into uh, their familia. So like uh, Apollo was the same way. Apollo was trying to start a war with uh to, to win him over. So and it's funny, it's good shit, man. I, I I've always been a big fan of uh, Greek mythology, so they kind of mix the shit in there with Norse mythology and make it more interesting. So yeah, premise sounds awesome uh t- but to, to answer your question the tom clancy stuff i don't know i, I know amazon just signed a deal to to do um uh, my bad to, to do uh jack ryan not jack ryan but uh jack reacher tv show so and I, I was a fan of the tom cruise movies i thought it was they were pretty good so they're pretty that good or yeah they were they were always like he's like uh it was so much like a NCIS, where he's like an investigator for the military. So they would send him in to do like these investigations and stuff like that. And it's like a uh, kind of like a firm type stuff, like uh, like JAG. Yeah, but it's like a uh, okay. It's like that. The movies are really good. Uh, there's two movies out there, and but they're gonna go the the route of the TV series now for the rest of the books. But he's like a he's like. It's kind of like, a, he's like a Mr. Jack Ryan type thing, but he's like a, a, a investigator. He's like investigating like these crimes. And there's always somebody pulling the strings in the background.
0: Right.
1: So, it's pretty good. I know there's, I know there's a ton
0: of books. My dad was reading a bunch of the books. I would, I'd grab them for him when I found them on my thrifting adventures.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that TV show. I saw that Amazon finally, uh, green is a TV show. They weren't going to do any more movies, but.
0: Is it going to be uh Tom Cruise?
1: No, apparently that was a big controversy in that whole community because they said uh, that character um, it was typically a blonde male that was like a, a very tall gentleman, like six feet six. So apparently he the opposite of what Tom Cruise is. They was neither one of those descriptions described Tom Cruise. Yeah, and I think the creator was like he was like, no, we get, we, you know, he was trying to be like open to the reinterpretation, but there was always some pushback in the community. Like, hey, this is not like. This is not him, but right? Since uh, since they got to start over again, they're gonna go more closely to what's in the book. on how that person looks. They haven't cast anybody yet, but it won't
0: be him. So, it's funny how the the fandoms can flip flop on things like that because um, Timothy Dalton, when Timothy Dalton was studying to be Bond, he like dove in on the Ian Fleming Bond, like he's the truest form of that Ian Fleming literary character, and people fucking hate Timothy Dalton's Bond. <laughs> They wanted another Roger Moore or Sean Connery or like they even said Lazenby looked better at that point. But I was like, no, oh, the the one offer. Yep, the Australian <laughs> underwear model dude. He was great. I loved that. Yeah. On, uh, on
1: Her Majesty's Secret Service is one of my favorite Bond movies. Fucking hell, man! I I, I sat there in that fucking uh, voodoo when they had their bundle cells and they were uh-huh. like. A whole fucking complete James Bond bundle digital was like a hundred bucks for the 4K, and I'm like, oh, I thought about it 24 films for a hundred dollars. Uh, no, I think it's <laughs> I'm my part because I'm like, like they get all of them. I'm like, in 4K, that's pretty good, and uh, it's future
0: proof, you'll be able to
1: stream it forever. Well, I mean, I told you the day was going to happen, but, you know, uh, I was always a fan of uh, Voodoo because the backing by Walmart, but you saw what happened. Walmart sold Voodoo, so.
0: Yep. Sold it to Comcast. I just redeemed, uh, we got Chernobyl on Russell's recommendation, so I'll probably be watching Chernobyl. That might be our next one, actually. And the digital code that came with that redeemed through Voodoo, and I was like, because I was trying to find it the other day streaming, and I'm like, I got the Blu-ray, but I might as well just stream it on the TV we have set up in the living room. I was like, where did this go? Is it in Amazon Prime? Like, where is it at? And I had to fish out that physical box and see, like, and look at my code and see where I redeemed it and where it went to. And it was uh, it was Voodoo. But it was there. Mm-hmm. Vood- voodoo calls their stuff HDX. I had to look it up. I was like, what the hell is this?
1: So yeah, it's can... uh, HDX is their Blu-ray version. then you have uh, their other ones, whatever they call for UHD. I think UHD is just the 4K one. Okay.
0: Cause the options on Chernobyl were, um, that HDX and, uh, it, it would have let me stream it in standard definition, apparently, which is kind of cool in this day and age. Might hook, uh, hook the Roku. I've got a Roku with a composite output. I might hook that up to one of those CRTs and stream Chernobyl on <laughs> CRT. <laughs> That's how my stupid brain works.
1: All right, man, mm-hmm. you ready?
0: You ready to go into games play? Get out of this, uh, get out of this podcast for the week.
1: Sure. Wrap it up. I mean, what I, can... I got in there, I'm pretty sure it's the same bullshit I'm playing this week. So. You
0: have I added, I added two new games. I'll, I'll just do a couple of brief updates, but one game I've actually been playing pretty regular. I send you some videos of it. Um, I I brought the PSP over. It's one of the first systems I had at the new house. We're still in the middle of moving a bunch of stuff, but um, I've been sitting on Hot Shots Golf Open T Two. I played the first one on the podcast. It's been about probably about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago when I was on my big PSP kick. And I kept playing like the same course over and over. Um, I definitely think this hotshots golf open T2 is designed better. They give you more unlockables, like faster, like each round, I'm getting like a new hat, new accessory, things, things like that. And that that's usually not my cup of tea, but it's on, un- it's unlocking courses. It's unlocking opponents. Like, the pace of it's really, really good. It's improved that way. The gameplay is a little bit off. I've had a couple hitching freezes. I know you're a big Hot Shots fan too, but I'll, I'll explain for fans kind of how the swing meter and stuff works, or for non-fans, I guess, our fans. Um, you start your swing with the Hot Shots golf and a meter fills up. You try to get as close to 100% as possible. Then the meter will come back down and you have to hit it again within a certain scope, and it either gives you like a rabbit a turtle or if you hit it perfectly it gives you a music note if you hit that that sweet spot on the golf ball i've had a couple hitches where it like skips frames but it'll skip frames inside that like if it's just following the ball or whatever i don't care but it'll like totally glitch out and skip frames on the meter of that and just throw off the entire timing of that backswing of the golf club and everything i'm just like okay when it gets to the end my timing's thrown off and everything it'll just be some random shot i just have to play it I have to play the ball for wherever the crazy person hits it. Did you get big into the PSP Hot Shots at all? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I collected a lot for the PSP right when it was out, but I don't think I've ever got to the point where I've actually played a lot of my games. I mean, they're the only games I ever remember playing on PSP was Private Core beat that to the completion, and yeah, maybe a couple of RPGs here and there. But That's a
0: good one, know, man. This one clicks with me better than the first Open Tee. I like this one better than the Vita one so far. The Vita one, I, I feel like fell in the same trap as that that first Open tee where it just it didn't give you enough. And I was playing, the, and the, the difficulty escalated so fast. Like this one seems perfectly paced. Like if I fuck up, it's it's my problem. But I'm my scores are like par. I'll get a couple. I'll pick up some birdies here and there, and I'll bogey a hole. I've, I've double bogeyed plenty of times, and but I'll end up beating people by like two or three strokes. And it's it's like kept with. Like, I can tell that I'm getting better and making shots that I wouldn't have made earlier, and they're also making better shots. So it's not like I'm just, like, blowing them away all of a sudden or I'm not getting destroyed and not advancing.
1: Yeah, the, he, AI, uh,
0: the AI is pretty adaptive. Yeah. But then one time, man, I should have taken a video of this and put it online. He, uh, He's ready to beat me, right? He's going to win this hole. you got to go up three holes, and then you can win the competition. He's going to beat me. The ball is right in front of his hole. And in hot shots... You just see him, like, he's starting to line up his shot. He just turns the camera to where he's completely facing away from the hole, and he just taps the ball out into nowhere. like, what are you doing? It wasn't me. It was the AI. I'm like, you just gave me the hole. You just gave me two extra shots because your your ball was right next to the hole. You literally took 30 seconds to pan your character all the way around to the other side, and then you just hit the ball off in the fucking woods.
2: You
1: You have to fix that. You have to go into options and then turn off the Jim Ryan mode. (laughs) <laughs> who would play this is clap hands still a? are they
0: still a sony studio or they just like they do the mario golf and they do everything
1: i think they kind of just do their they're not a sony studio i think they just happen to just do those types of games they just call them up for arcade golf sims hey man it's, once you got you're good at something go with it. i
0: guess right it's fun man the first one i looked at the first one digital on um i was looking on the ps3 store but it's for vita the first one digital is like 399 and this one's like 799 so if you have a vita or a psp or ps3 you want to download it that way and and run it that game's a lot of fun man it's good music's good um my character has a car so i, I named my person richard it's just my profile on there but i picked a female character that that was one of the early options her name's carly and I immediately had like this weird jumpsuit and I had like a a Funky Kong afro from Donkey Kong sixty four and I had a car. So like she hits the golf ball, and then you see like as she heads down the fairway towards the ball, she's in a like a limousine thing <laughs> she's flying around in. So the unlockables are pretty cool. Um music's good. Any other notes? I just I'm enjoying it, man. It, it, you know, I have a break at work. I could just play, I could play nine holes in like 15 minutes and be done with it, you know, and and put the PSP in that suspend mode and move on to something else. Uh, I've played a little bit more Animal Crossing. I built a bridge, so that opened up. I know I'm pretty far progress-wise behind you. Um, the bridge opens up. Now I have these three plots that I can lay down to bring villagers in.
1: you probably got the three spikes.
0: Yeah, and apparently I have to build a bunch of shit for these people. And I don't know, like, are they ever going to move in if I don't do it? Or do I have to do that shit? Because I'm like, like no, nah, I don't want to build this shit for these people.
1: So you have to, before anybody will move in, you have to build those. Uh, uh, You have to build them.
0: But I have to build all the shit that goes in the house to get them in there. Mm-hmm. It's only those
1: three. I think it's like your, that's like your final three. And then you'll go and um, and uh, at some point when I think I what I end up doing is like when you go travel to your Nook Nook tickets and you go to the smaller islands, you'll see like these people visiting the island. They're like, "Hey, uh, I'm just randomly here with you." Blah blah yeah. blah. Dealing, you know, like hey, then you add them in there because like this is like your you're at the bit now where you're on your final three. So.
0: I've, done, I've gone to those Nook Islands and talked to the people and invited them. I was wondering why they didn't show up. I guess that's who I'm building these damn houses for.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, I don't necessarily enjoy the crafting in this game. It's amazing to me that everybody under the sun bitched about the Zelda weapons breaking, but nobody, nobody panics when they have to build five fucking fishing rods in one day. I can't stand that. So the crafting like... The crafting right now is centered on me making these things for these people, and I just, I've lost steam on that. I'm, I'm having more fun with my kids playing it, to be honest.
1: I, I don't think it's as tedious as uh, trying to build fucking weapons in um, Zelda. I mean, it's all fucking there. Most of the stuff I just have, I just gotta pull all the fucking storage. I don't have to sit there and like go find shit.
2: I don't have
0: Again. the recipes for the, any of these things, any of these items. Like, they want these random tables and things like that. I'm like, My villagers moved in and did fine. They built their own shit, the two that I have. Why can't the rest of these people knock it out? Um, Is that it? Play a little bit of Ratchet & Clank on PS4, but not enough to touch on, just to kind of fire it up and see how it works. I did hook up the Xbox One X and start downloading Master Chief Collection. That is taking forever because it's a big fucking update. Have you updated that recently?
2: uh
1: i might have i don't know i haven't actually fired up my xbox wall
0: i think it's within the past like two or three weeks so if it's been any longer than that but there's a huge update you got a knockout but i think the next one you and i want to play is five i really want to play through five and then go back and go through reach so whenever you're down for that i finally got some stuff set up so i'm, I'm ready to play some online games if you're if you're down sir
1: yeah, if I ever have the the fucking time, it always seems like I don't. Every time I try to sit down to play something, there's always something work related coming up. So. Same here. I wanted to get back. I wrote down
0: Jack and Dexter trilogy because I had to leave that on there. I didn't play much more of it, but uh, last week I went on that. Ran on the the garbage guide that I got that had all those different games in it. I got the actual Jack and Dexter guide in, so it seems to be a lot more helpful. So I'll be I'll be getting some more of those. Um, precursor orbs and power cells by using that try to knock that one out that's been on my list of shame for what almost 20 years now
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i remember yeah yeah, we talked about this last week i I mean i was lucky enough to actually beat the first one just i think i put the second one in there and when they went to the whole jack was able to talk and it got darker uh, for whatever reason i lost interest I was like,
0: (laughs) three i've read uh, a lot of opinions on reddit and things like things like that and they say three is like a good balance of one and two
1: yeah, I heard thirty he was like the, the pinnacle of series. It was like the, the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, but that is uh that is all the games I've played this week, sir. Tell me about yeah, your, tell me about your turnip drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I don't have much left in my Animal Crossing. Like I mentioned last week, I'm like, kind of like on cruise control. I'm just bullshitting around. So I I'm still trying to pay off the final two loans of my house. Uh, I've kind of decorated the island, trying to get my uh, rating up, and the, it may change after we get this big content update just pushed through. And then I'll do some more, uh, some more things around the island. But you'll I'm be in able to plant bushes uh, and things like that. Yeah, I'm been in this whole uh, kick right now, trying to plan the the turnip stock, the stock market, and it has not turned out well for me because every time I <laughs> seems like I go in there, this fucking uh panukis always undercut me when it comes to the prices. I can never get the good, <laughs> God, the good prices that everybody gets, like the five hundred bells or whatever that fucking shit is because i've never seen it i don't think it exists. until like uh you know so there's some people that do some goodwill on uh, twitter and do guys work and I'm like hey come to my island you know yeah my stock market's 592 bells i've never seen it before but today's the, the day i'll leave this going for a while so it's like i has that has that turned out well no it's like a, essentially what it is it depends because there's there's a website you can go to where people will post on there, but they would require fees. So like, uh, they'll ask for like five Nook Mile tickets or something like that, of
2: which course.
1: is which equates to like like ten thousand Nook Mile. So I'm like, which I don't know, which may be the better method because the ones out there that people just give out there that I've I've jumped on like maybe three of them that people just like, hey, just kind of mile, you know? The time is now. So many fucking people playing that game. It's like I load up on the island, and it's a nonstop frenzy of just every, you know, so and so comes to the island, so and so comes to the island. If I'm there trying to like open up a bubble, like close your bubble, and it's like just load screen for somebody else to walk into the island. And it's like no matter what I do, I try to pick up fruit or that I don't have, or try to sell the, turn up the that needed sell, and it like it kicks everything back out to where it was before, and it's just constant loading. I'm stuck in the middle. It's like I, I'm trying to run to the fucking nooks, uh, nooks cranny game to sell it i can't get there in time because somebody's loading into the fucking island or leaving the island i'm like it's a nightmare I'm at that point i had to like force shut down the game just like i'm it's not even worth it in my opinion so, so how does uh, that I think- i've never played
0: online animal crossing like how does that work with people on the island do you see them does it render them in the
1: shop and all that yeah they're there i mean like uh they're they're just sitting there they're like waving you can go to the community board and post messages on there and you'll okay. see uh whoever loads up on the island i don't know how many you can see at a time and they'll run around and do shit on there it's just it's just a fucking nightmare when you do the dodo code it seems like it's better if you do like uh what a friend code and do it that way in my opinion because okay. like the, the fucking dodo codes is a nightmare it's like because there's so many people trying to load on there and it's like i guess the way that the game works and i'm running on a fucking land switch so i know it's not like it's a Wi-Fi issue Right, so it's just you just gotta load these people on there, and it's just a nightmare. And it's like it just drops what you're doing, and it's like all right, someone's in an island, and sometimes you get a load screen showing like the the plane coming through. So I'm like I'm sitting there talking to somebody, and it kicks me out and just show the plane,
2: <laughs> and, then and then
1: it shows me walks out the airport with that person again. And I'm like, I was like I wasn't even there to begin with. I was in the fucking fucking nooks cranny. It's a nightmare. It's not even worth it. So it's like, it, it, you're better off just doing like a, a friend code or doing a fucking uh, message board where you got to like, uh, uh pay buy them tribute. Your yeah. yeah. Should I be asking
0: the nooks when I go in that shop? Because I don't have any turnips, so I never ask them. Do you want me to start asking them to see what my prices are so you can, you could come over if it's like some crazy number? Oh God,
1: yes, please. That way I can get enough fucking money and pay off my house forever.
0: Because I don't know how it works. I know that lady comes on Sunday, but I guess I have skipped the past two Sundays, or I play after she leaves, or,
1: like, I don't know how it works. She's only there for a limited amount of time. It's, like, from, like, 6 a.m. to noon or something like that, if you don't make it by noon on Sunday. So, the turnip they don't sell, they don't buy back turnips on Sundays, because Sundays is the day where Daisy Mae comes in and sells them. Right. And um, then, then you go to the Monday, they sell, then they'll buy turnips Monday through Saturday. Okay. they do two different prices, so you have to go in there twice a day. So there's a price in the morning and there's a price in the afternoon. Gotcha. So, like, I went in this morning. It was, like, 76, and I went in before we, we got on this, uh, uh, started recording this podcast. It was, like, 52. I'm like, fuck off. I was like...
0: Dude. How much did you
1: pay for the
0: turnips? Like, how much did you buy them for?
1: I think they're, like, 100 each for each one or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. I just usually go in there like buy max. I mean, that's what they want you to do is, like... The fucking uh, game of chance. So, yeah. They got, uh, they got fucking calculators out there where you can sit there and predict when you're, when it's going to be your turn or stuff like that, where they'll tell you, like, oh, by now you should, you've had so many fucking low ball offers, you should be getting into high ones at this point. Cause I've seen it hit like funny. 150, 175, where it's almost double what I normally do, but I'm like, I'm always in there, like, nope, I'll wait for the 500. Get fucking rotten turn up that uh, Sunday morning. They rot by the next week. Yeah, if you don't sell them by Sunday, at some yeah, at, uh, you're better off on Saturday just selling it, whatever whatever they have it for.
2: Yeah.
1: Because uh, they're they're rotten Sunday. You can't do nothing with them. The only difference is you can throw it outside and you can catch ants. So that's how you can get ants, throwing out rotten turnips.
2: If you throw a rotten turnip
1: outside, then you'll, uh, you'll catch an ant and you can add it to the Blathers uh, Museum of uh, Why Would I Need This Insect. Who would want to see these
0: things? He's the Jim Ryan
1: of uh, Insect Curators. Mm-hmm. Why did they have an owl
0: that hates bugs? Like, it freaks him out every time.
1: I don't know, man. You know, owls fucking eat um, mice and shit, so... If it makes sense.
0: Turnip drama.
1: Yeah, and outside of that, man, I mean, I haven't played that much this week. Uh, I'm still uh, plugging away on uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think I'm still in the Walmart, which is, like, the last bit where they have, like, a... Uh, Side quest after that is mostly just story based for the, okay. the next uh, nine chapters. So I'll kind of just kind of took my time in doing some of the, the side quests, and I'm going to that uh, bit where we all know and love with uh, Corneo. So,
2: yeah, I can
1: talk about it because we played that in the original seven. Uh, it does go a little bit differently than it does on the original seven. Uh, I, I do dig the, um, the changes, um, good the changes. Fucking, uh, the fucking Coliseum boss is something that I always thought, like, how, how could this be a fucking enemy from the original game? And, like, you don't see him at all, and he's a fucking boss in this game. So I'll, I'll let you see it
2: and discover
1: okay. it, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I, ba- I remember vaguely, like, you know, with Eric, he fights this enemy, like, the regular enemy, and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, those weird Final Fantasy enemies at the time where it's like, a train and some bullshit, you know, like, it's some yeah. kind of bullshit. Like, what, what the fuck is this, you know? Who comes up with sure. these enemies? You remember the mansion in Nibelheim, like,
0: half of it was would take physical damage, and the other half of it, like, you had to wait for it to spin around, that one would take magic damage, it was like, magic wall or something is what they called it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, a fucking uh, Jekyll and Hyde type of character where you kill yeah. off the other half and you can only do, like, a uh, physical at that point or some bullshit like that.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, man, uh, yeah, because I just went through seven, so I, I remember going through that too, I'm going to that fucking mansion. I'm and, still liking uh, it, still digging it. It may be one of the best games I played in the gym, man. Wow. It, 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 I, I, unless it ends like really weird. I know the ending is supposed to do. From what I've read, other people, have, I've, been, I know a lot of people have been holding back on doing spoilers, and I know they're kind of like them breaking that now. Right. And talking about it, and I've, I've been reading on there, the ending's kind of bonkers. So. You'll see soon. Look forward to the second one. Yeah. But I'll get there when I get there.
0: Yeah, I'm still yeah. want to play that one. But I've, I've got to dedicate time, man. I don't right now. I don't have time to do the things I want to do. So it's tough to to just set off those hours that rec- that game requires. It Sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and outside of that, I mean, I'm a, I'm just plugging away now. Eventually, one day I'll beat it. I mean, outside of that, I went ahead and I finished up Resident Evil 3, because I thought I was going to sit there and do 7 Remake, but I was like, I was almost done with 3, and I was tired of just taking out games and not finishing them, so I went ahead and spot popped 3 back in there, and I finished that right. out. And cool. so 3 is, a short, 3 is a short game so I think it took me 6 hours to beat it, but um, I do like the changes in there, and uh, uh, there, there were some times at the very end with some of the boss battles where like, I'm like, I, it's bullshit, it's fucking <laughs> It's, it's a resident evil ass resident evil game where like i'm legit like i'm pulling bullets into this fucking monster and i'm like i'm out of bullets and there's nothing left and i'm like it it's like me constantly retrying retrying to like to i come to find out like the parts i keep dying on was like i'm one hit away from being that boss. oh god you don't, you don't know it, it just seems like it's never gonna fucking end oh like, god and i'm playing a, i'm playing a normal so and it's like, it's just like, it's one fucking hit. It's like on his last little uh, bit where they, you know, how they always have these little uh, stages where they do the same thing over and over again, where you know, like, okay, there's a rhythm you got to do, and blah, blah, blah. And where they finally change the rhythm for the last time. And you're like, you're just getting frustrated. Like, what the fuck? Just fucking die, you know? Stop. <laughs> I mean, who lives this long? You know, I'm like, um I can't believe you're right there, dude. And it's like, I think I eventually I got through it. I was like, man, I thought it was going to be longer. And it's like, I, it was like one more major hit or something like that. I had to, like, save one more grenade or something like that to kill him. You were talking last week about being frustrated,
0: and you just had to get up and walk off from it. it it's,
1: I I don't know, man. There, I know there's a strategy to it. I just don't understand it sometimes when it's running the whole game. I I don't. I i I'll sit there like I'll die. And I'm like I don't get. It. I don't really want me to do. <laughs> you know I mean I don't. I, you know I do everything it wants me to do, but I'm like it's not good enough. What are you asking of me? I'm trying to fucking dodge him and I can't dodge him and he's like ripping off my throat and I'm dying. I'm like, all right, I hit the dodge <laughs> I hit it the right <laughs> time. Yet he still got me. I'm like, what do you want me to do? You know, I'm like, I, I don't know what I there's nothing else for me. you know it's like me arguing in the game, like, what do you want me fucking to do? You know let <laughs> me just go in the game and just grab Jill and do whatever. physically, is that what you want? <laughs> hey, I'm like I'm watching you, I'm reacting to you. All I have is the controller. I just have one input method to interact yeah. with you. What do you expect from me? What do you want from me? I'm pressing the fucking bugs you gave me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is there a secret combination? I don't know. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it, man. But I eventually I powered through. I got it done. Um, I think my favorite aspect of Resident Evil uh, three that they kind of adapted in the other ones. I think this, this might have been the first one they did it. And don't quote me on it. I could be wrong. Was uh, they had this store at the store then where you can sit there and they give you points based off your gameplay and then you can. I mean, I remember doing this in the original PS1 one where I like I, I beat it a couple times and I got the rocket launcher with the unlimited ammo, which is in this game too. And I'm just going through the game, cool. and just firing it at everything, just like remember all the zombies getting killed before die, bitch! Just rockets <laughs> flying everywhere. Yeah. Turn on so, uh, god mode, basically. So uh, like they have that option in there, but I think I'll probably have to beat the game like four times before I get enough points to to do that. So, but I, I've done it before in the PS1 one where I I gone through it like several times to get those uh store perks to sit there and change up the gameplay like unlimited ammo and yeah. stuff like that makes it fun when uh, when it's more of a uh, gameplay type uh game versus a story based game where I have to sit there and go through a lot of story. So
0: they did it with Resident Evil 2, I know because well it may be a little bit different because it was DLC. Because there's some Humble Bundle or something that gave us, like, Resident Evil 2 PC, like, Ultimate Game Unlock and all these, like, different things. So I just hooked up my gaming PC and fired that up just to, you know, make sure everything ran right and all that. And I know it was updated because it had a splash screen for Resident Evil 3 for me to buy that. And then it also had, like, as soon as I launched it, it was like, you've unlocked this, you've unlocked this, you've unlocked this. And I was thinking for a minute, like, I haven't played this that much at all. Like, what the fuck did I do to do that? But it was... It was some sort of like in-game unlock DLC type thing. Mm-hmm. So that is cool. I mean, that that's going to add value to replaying that game, whereas you might be like, no, nah, it's kind of tedious to get through these boss fights, but it'll be more fun to go through that way the, the second time. I like, I like to do stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when you, when you, uh, when you can finally break the fucking game. Like, yeah, yeah. I know I can go in there with a fucking mag, uh, a mag weapon with the unlimited ammo, just lay into the nemesis and he just drops dead. I'm like, God, it was this easy. Before yeah. I'm there suffering out right there with, uh, with a handful of shotgun blasts and they're like, I'm fighting him in this boss form and he's like jumping, landing on me and they're like throwing out zombies out there that have to shoot. I have to shoot Trying the zombies to and so Still have to still attack him, and I'm like, saying like, this is bullshit. Like some of the stuff <laughs> on there, like this is bullshit. I'm like, hey, this is 100 fucking bullshit, you know?
0: That's, you did that once. You'll probably never play that way again. Now you have an I, option to go through and just just mess with it, and do what you want to do.
1: Because I mean, there's an Inferno mode where it's like super hard. That's the one I would go through with the fucking rocket launcher. I would just sit there and just go through it so many times on easy until so I get enough points to just play Inferno, the hardest mode. With yeah. a launcher, and just, and just start running in. There, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> firing every direction every place blowing everything up and like just uh giggling You're like yeah i'm gonna go through the game in, like two hours bitches god mode baby yeah it's better than me going through the stores with the fucking uh uh beta hunters where they're sitting there and they i'm like walking around and they're grabbing me and they're breaking my back in half and swallowing me whole and i'm like i'm tired of watching the animation
2: oh god
1: instant death like, it's like it's almost as bad as the fucking Laura Croft death animations, where she's like, oh, neck pierced and stuff like that. It's like they fucking break Jill in half and suck her in. It's like you see it, like, and I'm like, and it's like i like, I wish I could skip it. I don't want to see her breaking half. You know? That's grisly,
0: man. Those Tomb Raider ones were nasty. Yeah. Like fucking rebar straight through her
1: chest and stuff like that. Oh, cool. and then you get the <laughs> gray screen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh! I'm over here. I'm saying curse words. It's like now I got to fucking deal with low screen. Oh man! Can't wait for the new console uh, to come out. But uh, yeah, I finally finished that out, and then um, after that, I just like I, I kind of played some uh, some small games here and there. I mean, I mean, i I forgot to put it on the list, but I play. I've been playing a little bit of Tokyo Mirage uh, before bed here and there. Um, not much where I can talk about getting any further. Um. It still holds up pretty fire. good from what you remember. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play much on the Wii U, so I'm kind of like going through it for the first time. So gotcha. Um, and then uh, I talked about earlier about me watching the Dalmachi, the anime. Mm-hmm. The whole reason why I got into the whole thing is because they actually have a uh, visual novel type uh, dungeon crawler game that came out in uh, Asia, where they uh, they officially announced it coming out in America in May, and I went ahead and pre ordered the American version. I ordered the the Asian subtitle version. I mean, the Asian version which has English subtitles. Right. Man, okay, that fucking translation is horrid. It's like they put it through a, no uh, a. They put it through like a Google translator and didn't clean up any of the. Oh. The so it's like the whole point of that game is a visual novel for the story, and I'm like, I'm going through it. it's like the gameplay's basics. basic, like it's a dungeon crawler, like a like a Shinra type those like a mysterious dungeon type games, right. which I like. But I was like, I'm missing the whole story part. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through this. So I was like, I may just wait until the one comes out May, and like I can sit there and enjoy it. I'm like, I'm trying to read it, and like I'd be doing this, is what they're saying. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I have to sit there and reinterpret, and I'm like, I'm correcting their grammar as I'm reading the, the story. Why did they ruin That's it? What what was, so, was it just shoddy at the time or what? I think they went the cheapest route and put it through a translator, and like, oh, it has English, and I was a sucker and bought it. So I was like. I was super excited about it because I went through the first uh, chapter and I was like, all right, this is great. And because I, I watched Don I finished it. I was like, all right, now I'll play the game, see how it goes. And then it goes into uh, Eyes of Valenstein, which is like, I'm like, well, what the fuck just happened? This had nothing to do with anime on there. Apparently, uh, in the anime in the book series, the guy who, who created it had Don Machi where it takes the place of um, the main character. And uh, I hate when this happens because I have the name of tip of my tongue, but I forgot. What, uh, Bell Belle Cornell, uh, is the main character. And, um, you, and the, throughout his story, you meet like a, he's an ups, he's like, he has a crush on this girl named Ive, uh, Wallenstein, which is like, um, the Sword Princess, is what her name is. Okay. They call him the, they call him the Little Rookie. He doesn't get to choose the nicknames. That's what they voted for him, the Little Rookie. <laughs> but, um, the Little Rookie. Yeah. Um, hers, her nickname is the Sword Princess. So he's like, uh, he his first skill is like he has he wants to be as good as her so he like he's doing everything he can to level up and be as good as her it's like he has this ability where when he reaches that goal he puts his heart and soul into it he levels up so fast and that's what he's going through so okay. you, you see her you see her a little bit in there she interacts and helps with this growth as a character in the series then it goes to find out that i didn't realize it's like when i started playing the game it, it goes on to her side of the story i'm like what the fuck so i had to do some research and found out like all right uh there is a sword princess anime which tells a side from her side ah and it kind of intersects with his story too like there's some bits in there where you see like oh okay this is where she ran into him and this is where he learned how to fight and you see her side of the story and so and her side of the story is actually more interesting so i actually sat there and watched the uh the anime for that one and got caught cool. up in that and I, I finished that up and i thought, like, all right good now i know the whole fucking story before i started damashi season two which is uh, the one they just finished out in Japan. Um, and I started going through it, and I was like, all right, now I can do her side of the story. But it's like, it's, the translation's so shoddy. I'm like, I, it's not enjoyable. The gameplay's fine. I just don't think I can go through all 13 chapters. I was like, I took it out. I was like, man, this is a waste. I think I'll just wait till the, the PQ boy comes out in um, May, because I know they said they were going to address the translation issues, which I'm like, they could have just been a butthole. I'm like, nope, we're just bringing this one over and whatever. Right. Yeah. They're going to redo the translation, so I think I'm just going to wait. So I only played a little bit of that, maybe about an hour, and then I and then I uh, tossed in one uh Landgrifts here one and two, in the PS4 and played that. I think I played the original one. It was called Warsong Song on um, Mega Drive.
0: I was about to say this is an old franchise, isn't it? When I saw that on there, I was like,
1: yeah, it's a it's a story franchise. It's like um, the original company. I forgot about who made it. They made like Landgrift here one through five. And then, like, the development company and the publisher for that company, the right Split, so the development company, I I forgot the name of it is, and I'm not going to waste any time trying to look it up. I'll just correct it next week. Uh, They went and got purchased by Atlas, and they did uh, Growlancer after that. Okay. Growlancer is, like, a spiritual successor to Lane Grasser. Gotcha. I know that's more of a popular franchise. They kinda like did like they did with like Xeno, Xeno Gears and Xenoblade, uh not Xenoblade, like Xenosaga, where they kinda like took yeah. those characters and changed the names and kinda like continued the story. And you just like you look at the characters like, all right, I know who this is referencing from the past games, but they can't do it because of the whole IP conflict.
2: Right. But um
1: they kinda went with that before they folded into uh, Sega, I think when uh, Sega bought Atlas uh, that com- that studio folded into Sega, one of their other studios. And that's why they haven't done a Girl Lancer game in a while. But um the, the the people who own the original Landgrasser IP is trying to revive it, but they came out with a new one on mobile devices and 3ds, what maybe the last couple of years ago, and so they just finally went through and just did a this is a remaster of a one and two. We never got two over here. We got one, but it was called Warsong in the in Genesis, and it was published by Sega. Uh, oh, they our, picked it up as a first party title.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, I fired it up and then um, I played maybe like the first battle map. This is a strategy RPG. It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, you can do, you can go through with the remaster graphics, which is uh, they kind of like taking the, the graphics of these characters and made them like anime of like today's anime. And you can play the original one, which is like an anime from the nineties, which has that old that eighties and nineties style of anime. Yep. They left that intact, so you can go either or. Um, outside That's of cool. that. Different routes, I think you can go like route A, B, C, D, E. It just all depends on how you clear the level. So it's kind of like, a uh, not as deep as uh, Fire Emblem, but it was probably Fire Emblem on the NES. It was probably the closest it was to it at its day in Play's like. So it's a strategy RPG where you have different uh, units, and it's a um, uh, rock, paper, scissors base, and they all kind of run up and attack each other. And like they had Spearmen, vermin, you know, and they all attack at different like rock, paper, scissors type base. And you yeah. have these characters in there. So like I think I cleared the first map for... I could either defeat all the enemies that you were getting evaded, and your father, the king, is trying to buy time for this. Uh, you're, you're the main character, the prince. It's like, you know, get out of here. You know, I'll, I'll buy time. I won't perish. You don't need to be captured. And they give you the, the conditions of when the battle like, hey, you meet up with the, like, uh, this bodyguard character. She's like, hey, come up here and I'll get you out of here. So you can either meet up with her, or you can sit there and just beat everybody in the map. And so depending on what you do, you get, you get a different uh, story path. Oh, cool. So, uh, I beat the first one where I just ended up running away. I didn't, because was, uh, you, at the beginning you're like overwhelmed by enemies and they're like overly powerful. So, uh, <laughs> but it, you can go back later on and, you know, go and do a different path as you, you get better with the game. So, but yeah, I, I played that for me about an hour and it's, uh, it's pretty good. I'll probably stick with that one. It's the one I left in there. Cause I, I was super disappointed with Da man. I was in shambles. I'm like, man, that's, this sucks. I don't even think that game's going to come out in May cause I'm sure it's going to get pushed back cause of the, everything that's going on right now because everything it seems like Actually, uh, that's it's a translation thing that that does suck it, it it's like they just put it through a algorithm and they never cleaned it up like, I was like I keep doing like check for update and there's no update I'm like I'm so happy only about the PS4 version because sometimes I'm sitting there like for visual novels I'll buy PS4 and Switch uh-huh. the board. this one for whatever reason I only bought PS4 I'm glad I did because I'm like I would have been pissed I own two versions of it, which uh, shoddy uh, translation but it's bad, man. It's 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 un, it's, un, it's almost unplayable. It's like it's like me. It's like it's like a gift, like a, my old college English professor probably would have gave to me. It's like this is the greatest game ever made. It's like you would learn how to write properly because it's like me just constantly correcting everything in there, like oh. rearranging words. Like I think this is what they meant. Like because uh, they would go in there like you talk to the Captain Finn, which has a great personality in anime, and they totally kill him in the game. He's like.
2: Dude, put that game
0: up, man. Put that game up. You're killing. You're killing me on it, because you're like having to translate what they're trying to interpret, and you know the true source of the characters. That sucks.
1: Yeah. If I didn't come in. If I didn't come in watching the anime, I, I just want to be like they're all robotic. This is what I would have thought. It, it does not do the anime justice, or it doesn't Damn. do albums justice, or anything like that. Because like Finn, is, Finn is a good dude, man. He's like uh, he's on the Sword Princess side. He's like the captain, of the, uh, and it's like uh, one of the girls is obsessed with him. So, like, um, like there's these twin girls, uh, and they're one of them, is like, obsessed with him, trying to like win his heart. And then he's over there trying to recruit people to go on this like expedition, and all these girls are throwing themselves at him. And she's like, You stink bitches, get away from him. She's like, She's going deep and like, like hard. He's, oh like, he's like, I'm not even trying to do anything with anybody. <laughs> she, it's like, The personality of some of these people are like legit hilarious. So I'm just dying, laughing in this anime, but it's like none of that translates well in the game at all. It's like they're all about wow. like do this, find water thing. You know, I'm like, what am I, caveman? Hey, it's like I kind feel of like I'm reading the story.
0: So, what a letdown! Damn it, I hate that for you, sir. It is
1: what it is. At least we got a better one coming out, so I'll wait. All right, so yeah, yeah, something
2: everything. to look forward
1: to. Yeah,
0: that's everything. You ready to get out of here? We're almost an hour and a half, somehow. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. Uh, you can catch this podcast every Tuesday. In this case, Wednesday. Thank you for your patience. On um, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Store, Overcast, SoundCloud, our host.
1: Stitcher. I Heart Radio. <laughs> art R feed is available. You tell
0: us. No one did. I still have a free Borderlands token. I got to get that bundle, by the way. <laughs> I haven't actually procured the token yet. The, nor have I. I think there's the another key. bundle that enters. Yeah. That um, that Forgotten Realms bundle is actually a really good deal. Fifteen dollars yeah. for all those books. Those are all the the Dritz books. That's the good stuff. I started reading. Uh, I'm like halfway through Homeward. It's good, man. It's some good characters. The those dark elves are they're rough on each other, man. It's like the orcs in Lord of the Rings. They just they're always killing each other and trying to fight up the ranks and stuff. So mm. I'm interested to see where Driz comes out of that. Um we're on Instagram and Twitter as no podcasts I don't think we've updated either one of those recently. You can also email us, podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um you got anything else, sir? Is that it for us?
2: That's
1: it, man. You know, stay safe uh Always. we're about in enter but enter time we're uh we're not going to have many uh video games so it's going to just be up today for the next couple of weeks probably outside of uh trials of mana the last big release right that one is kind of exciting you getting that on both systems or just one um uh, i think i'm just getting the ps4 one even though i, I could have, should have probably got the switch one since it's ten dollars cheaper um but yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited. It's been getting very good reviews. They said this was probably the first. Uh, I forgot which uh, news outlet I read on there, and they said this is probably the best remake that Square Enix would have made if uh, another remake didn't come out recently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I <laughs> read.
1: They said they, uh, they, they kind of shit the bed on Secret of Mana and Adventure Man, and they're like this one. They said they killed it. So that is good news because this is the one
0: we actually needed a decent remake of, even though it's on the Mana collection. We've recommended on this podcast, like if you like games that we talk about or we like or, you know, our taste lineup, that kind of stuff, like find other people in media and other outlets that you that you seem to click with. And uh, U.S. gamers, Nadia Oxford, she really liked Trials of Mana. So I know that our, she and I's uh, taste lineup very similar.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this one. I remember the director, when he was doing this one, he said that they um, they heard the feedback from the other games they made on there where a lot of people weren't pleased with it, and they felt like they had to do this one justice because this was not released worldwide, and they wanted to uh, hit it out of the park. And from what I've seen on there, I've seen a couple where they said it was okay, but I think it was a lot of them where they said it was okay with a limitation because they, they were like, you could tell this is a 16-bit game. And I, and I think what they did was instead of trying to evolve it, they just kind of basically recreated it yeah so which i think i'm okay with and some people love that and some people are like well you know just, they look at it through the eyes like, this is not for everybody you know but you know i'm an rpg type person and you're you're a mana type person so i think this, this game will probably be for us
0: so i, I know there's a demo i'll download it and give it a shot um it's famous that that third seeking the tattoo game was ready to come out here but nintendo said who would play these games
2: mm-hmm. They were, they were
1: ready to put the 64 out. The good old Nintendo were like, yeah, we already got 64 coming out. Like, all these Super Nintendo games that are done, get rid of them. Like, fucking, we had uh, Earthbound Beginnings translated, and they are like, Super Nintendo's out. We don't need any NES games anymore. So, I was like... Star Fox got the door... Star Fox 2 got the door closed on it for Super Nintendo.
2: Yeah.
1: Again, Setsu exactly. 3. Very, these Nintendo uh, regions are very different than Japan, because Japan would have been like, you know, this game's done, release it. You know, we're not losing money on it. And America's like, no, we want people to go on to the next generation. Why would we want somebody to stick with their old stuff? You know? We have
0: to look good. People are playing Panzer
1: Dragoon and Wipeout and Twisted Metal. We already have people bitching on uh, on TV about why they have to buy Super Nintendos for their children when they already have the NES.
2: That
0: oh. Some variation of that news story pops up on my Twitter feed like at least once a week, once a month. It's, it's all the time. I see some shocking like local news revelation story of the Super Nintendo doesn't play any of your old Nintendo games and the new Super Nintendo costs twice as much as the old Nintendo that stuff's oh God, funny I,
1: man. I just got a new uh, re- uh, my new ship date for uh, the TurboGrafx 15 in.
0: what is it? because I pre-ordered mine too January 5th 2021 that's a non-issue <laughs> cuz media outlets got it man it's driving me crazy cuz everybody loves the thing i want to play mine
1: yeah um you know who had it, it was uh, amazon japan but they sold out they had all three regions i went on there the other day and all they have left is accessories they sold out all the consoles so i thought about it i was like hmm i might go in there amazon japan and order one but they they completely sold out they had all three regions somebody was on their bitch on twitter was like i can't believe they they can't release it in america and europe but fuck, fucking amazon japan has all three it has us I and european ones on there they got all of them. Yeah. We'll get it in due time. We
0: got plenty to play, as you mentioned.
1: But, yeah, because, right, I mean, we have that, and we have uh, my my big thing next week will probably be a soccer award. That's the one I'm most excited about that comes out next Tuesday. After that, we'll, I don't know what the fuck we'll be playing in the I guess we'll, that's when we'll get in Halo 5. I'm down with that.
0: Hit me up. All right, amigo, uh, thank you for joining us this week. Not to you specifically, I'm just, uh, this is the outro, I guess. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Stay safe. Bye. Adios. That would be ideal. That takes a minute for the recording lead-in. It just started. I clicked it like 10 seconds ago. That's weird. I don't know. Good to know for uh, Skype recordings if we have to do this any time in the foreseeable future. If we have to do this for an extended amount of time, that is.
1: Oh, okay, God, did you did you watch that, uh, that first round, first draft pick?
0: No, I'm going to have to pull it up.
1: I'm actually excited about the
0: draft, man. I, I never usually get down for the draft, but with the lack of sports, I'm like I'm hinging on every everything that happens.